The notices are on the newsletter, but can I just highlight two, which are both about Saturday the 5th of December. Firstly, between 10 and 12 at church, gifts will be collected for the homeless. So if you can take along things like hats, socks, roll-on deodorant, small bars of chocolate, etc., they will be gratefully received. And then in the afternoon, we've got the Forefront Theatre performance online at 330 And for that, you need to book tickets through Eventbrite. Details are on the newsletter and they're also on Facebook if you pick them up from there. Okay, so those are the notices. I'll hand over now to Ron. All right, here we go. It's taken from Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Note the Lord is God. It is he who made us all, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is God, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Just in a moment, before we go any further, in yourselves, just thank God in your prayers for what he's done for us and what he's doing for us now. Well, we thank you that you are good and that your love endures forever. Amen. Uh, can we go over to the um, Lord's Prayer, please? Okay. Our Father, Our Father, Father in, in heaven. heaven. Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Okay, so now we come to the birthday slot. Does anybody have a birthday in the coming week? No, uh, I'm missing anybody. No? It's a uh, big relief. So, can I now pass over to Janet to do the first reading? The first reading is from Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 11 to 16, and then 20 to 24. 
For this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As the shepherd who looks after his his scattered flock when he is with them. So I will look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they have scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. I will bring them out from the nations and gather them from all the countries and I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them on the mountains of Israel, in the ravines and in all the settlements in the land. I will tend them in good pasture and the mountain heights of Israel will be their grazing land. There they will lie down in good grazing land and there they will feed in a rich pasture pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will tend my sheep and make them lie down, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak, but the sleek and strong I will destroy. I will shepherd the flock with justice. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says to them. See, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep, Because you shove with flank and shoulder, butting all the weak sheep with your horns until you have driven them away. I will save my flock and they will no longer be plundered. I will judge between one sheep and another. I will place over them one shepherd, my servant servant David, and he will tend them. He will tend them and be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God. And my servant David will be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. Amen. The second reading comes from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 to 23. And is headed, Thanksgiving and Prayer. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your hearts may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fulfills everything in every way. Amen. Amen. I'd like to uh, start the talk now.
And um, that's when we screen view of a Most of, in fact, all but one of the lecture readings today talk about sheep and shepherds. So I'm always quite clever about this. I realise sheep and shepherds is something to talk about today. Some readings perhaps more familiar than others. Sheep and shepherds crop up an awful lot in many places throughout the Bible. Many Bible studies. One that comes to mind straight away will be David. David the young shepherd. The one that is chosen to be king. Other shepherds. Well, we're approaching a season when shepherds play a major role. Sheep and shepherds, starring role, literally starring role. These readings today focus on sheep and their behaviours and what the shepherd does about it. The, um, if you've been through the song list today, there's been several great songs in there. I was impressed by the uh, song list that uh, Rachel puts out. I think it's brilliant. I really do. What I must say is going to be singing for quite a while. It is one that says, I just want to be a sheep. Right? You want to listen to that one. You'll be singing it for quite a bit inside your head. <laughs> right? I thought it was a corker. Um, there's another one called Broken Vessels which really got me as well I'm looking today at the passages the Zika passages and the Ephesians now Ezekiel was a prophet he was a prophet but prophesied about events that's going to happen in his life as well as things that can happen well in the future. He was about a place about oh, 600 years BC, there thereabouts, and his first prophecy was in his 30th year. He's a contemporary of, Jer- of Jeremiah. In fact, some of the uh, Jewish uh, um, studies identified Jeremiah, possibly his father. And he's related through a long chain down to Joshua. His first prophecy when he's his 30th year, and like many of the time, his prophecies, like him and Jeremiah, were about the downfall. Things are going to go desperately bad for Israel. And five years after he started prophesying, it did. Very bad. Babylonians invaded. Jerusalem was sacked. This was ruined. And the Jews went into exile. And I think this passage, this prophecy of Jeremiah's, is worth looking back on this and looking towards a future 
for the sheep. For the sheep. It talks about God rescuing the flock from all places where they were scattered in the days of cloud and darkness. I think this part, this passage of Ezekiel's, uh, will benefit from being read aloud. So I'm going to read a bit again aloud. We'll start from 11 and going down to uh, 16. But this is what the sovereign Lord says. I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he's with them, so will I look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they're scattered in the days of cloud and darkness. I will bring them out from the nations and gather them from the, from the countries and I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them on the mountain of Israel, in the ravines and in the settlements of the land. I will tend them in good pasture, and the mountain heights of Israel will be their grazing land. There they will lie down in good grazing land, and they will feed in rich pastures on the mountain of Israel. I myself will tend my sheep and make them lie down, declares the sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I'll bar up the injured and strengthen the weak. The sleek and strong I will destroy. I will shepherd the flock with justice. When I read that, what struck me so much was how many times he says, I will. He's not talking about somebody else doing this. He says, I will do this. I will do this for my sheep. I will do this. He personalizes it. He's taking time out from looking after the universe and concentrating on this. I will. My sheep. In one of the songs, on the, on the song list, The um, Amazing Grace. He says, who brings our chaos, our chaos, back into order? He brings our chaos back into order. He takes people that are scattered in the days of cloud and darkness and makes us all his sons and daughters. He takes it personal. He takes us personal. He cares for us, cares for you, cares for me. And the Ephesians reading. Again, I'm going to read this out again. Not a part of it, anyway. This is a letter of... Um, Paul's emphasis of thanksgiving. Paul spent three years in Ephesus. And he's writing to the Ephesians saying, I've just heard this. Ever since I've heard about your faith in Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. 
is overjoyed. Paul is just blown away by this. I keep asking that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope from which he has called you, the riches of his glory, glorious inheritance in his holy people. I can imagine being with Paul, writing this letter, and his buzz was up from it. It means so much to him. He can't hide his joy that the flock, the flock is shepherded for three years. And the flock is shepherded from writings. Has grown in faith and love for all God's people. He tells them that he never stops giving thanks to them, remembering the prayers. He tells them he keeps asking God to give them the Holy Spirit. He prays that their eyes are their heart, and there's a song in there somewhere. That the eyes of their heart may be opened so that we know him. Paul's love for them is a reflection of Ezekiel's prophecy. God's stepping in with love to rescue, save, and renew his people. Verse 15, I read. It says one. For this reason, ever since I've heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people. That second part, your love for all God's people, is what got my attention. It looks to me that love for all is how we reflect. Our love for all is how we reflect his love for us as we draw in faith. And this had me thinking of the fat sheep referred to in Ezekiel 34, 20 to 22. It says, therefore, this is what the sovereign law says to them. See, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Because you shove with flank and shoulder, put in all the weak sheep with your arms until you've driven them away. I will save my flock. And they'll no longer be plundered. I will judge between one sheep and another. God wants us to love him and love our neighbours as ourselves. He told us that. One of the greatest commandments given to us all by Jesus himself. Love each other. Love God and love each other as yourselves. There's nothing greater. There's no place in God's pasture for shoulder charging and butting the weak. Yesterday, on a bike ride, when it is dry, I can still look up through... On the, on the fields, rather than just concentrating on the bike, I passed, surprise, surprise, a big field full of sheep. Huge field full of sheep, and sheep was doing what sheep do best, walking around eating. 
I didn't see anybody shoulder charging. I didn't see anybody headbutting people that way. You know, there's a flock, not quite comfortable, sitting around, walking around, eating the woods. There's no room for shoulder charging their button. And by his spirit, he's with us, helping us from taking false paths and leading us into places he wants us to go. Not just good pastures for ourselves, but for all. He also thinks he wants us to help, not because he can't manage without us. This is the creator God, the universe. He doesn't really need us. But he knows we need us. We need him. It isn't because he can't manage without us. Because we need to. He shows us how to love so that we can love others. And by others, he means everybody. Everybody on the planet. People we know and people we don't know yet. The next few months will be difficult for many people. There will be many that need our care, our love, and our support. But remember, there's more than enough endless pasture for everybody. The fields go on forever. Amen. And um, with the first song, please, Colin. my heart 
And Ellen, can we have the prayers now, please? Let's pray. Loving God, as we come together in prayer, let us be reminded of your grace. Watch over us as we share and grow together in debate, reflection and discussion. In a time when diverse rhetoric grips our land, be with us as we share ideas and views in fellowship and with your love in our hearts. Guide us to share the warmth of your embrace, not just in our words, but through our actions too. Help us to understand that while we may see differing paths to achieve the tasks and goals which lay before us, it is our differences which make us who we are, and we are all part of your great and wonderful kingdom. We know that as we journey through your world, we will falter, we will stumble, we will fall, but you will help us to get up again. So give us courage to continue speaking up and speaking out, naming and challenging all forms of injustice until your voice through us is heard. Lord, cradle our fears and calm our minds and remind us that you are always by our side. Amen. Loving God, we thank you for allowing us to meet in this place to grow in fellowship and love, to share in faith and experience. May we offer and encounter humility, compassion and understanding. Bless all those who are here and those who could not join us today. As your love shines like a spotlight upon us all, Remind us that our actions each day help shape your kingdom in the world. And as we answer your call to action, help us to remember the ways that you've taught through your son, Jesus Christ. In a moment of quiet, we bring to you those situations and people that we are thinking about. We pray for Sue and Dave as they move to Sheffield on Wednesday. Bless them and all their family, Lord. Bless them as they have blessed all of us at Thomas Risley. We also lift Maxine, Aaron, Andrew and Adam to you, Lord, and ask for healing. And we pray for peace for John and Viv at this time. Holy Spirit, be with them all. Lord, we live in an unjust world. We hear of people in poverty stripped of their rights by corruption and greed. Help us to speak words of justice. Let our voices be heard. Loving God, use us. Show us how to work with you. We remember those places where there are suffering from the aftermath of natural disasters, the effect of climate change, let us speak loudly to those who can make a change. Loving God, use us. Show us how to work with you. We bring to you those who live in sadness, Lord, people who need to see that there is sunshine after rain. Let us speak gently to those who see no light and comfort. 
those with an uncertain future. Loving God, use us. Show us how to work with you. Let your spirit stir our voices and help us to be heard where we can make a difference. Lord, we lift all our prayers to you now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Right, well, that's our time for our next song, please. Who breaks the power of sin and darkness? Whose love is mighty and so much stronger? The King of glory, the King above all kings. Who shakes the whole earth with holy thunder? Who leaves us breathless in awe and wonder? The King of glory, the King above all kings. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. That you would take my place. That you would bear my cross You would lay down your life That I would be set free Jesus, I sing for all that you've done for me
Okay, so it just remains for me to say thank you very much, Ron, for leading the service this morning. Much appreciated. Can we now all unmute and say the grace together? Mm. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen.